With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. And a very good Friday morning, afternoon, evening, everyone. Joe Beningo back with you again, the Oda Payne Podcast. Friday, February 9th, 2024. And the Joe Beningo Oda Payne Podcast brought to you by the Hackensack Brewing Company. Bye. I need a discount tie and our good friends at DraftKings. All right, Super Bowl weekend, Super Bowl 58 coming up uh, Sunday night, 6.30 in uh, Vegas, in Las Vegas. The Chiefs, of course, defending world champions, trying to become the first team since the 03-04 Patriots to win back-to-back Super Bowls against the San Francisco 49ers as Kyle Shanahan uh, takes the Niners to his second Super Bowl medal. lost to the Chiefs back in 2019. I'll tell you right now, do we really, let's be honest about this. If you're a, you are a hardcore football fan, the Super Bowl is for everybody but you. Right or wrong? The Super Bowl is for, for all the people that want to, you know, watch the halftime show, watch the new commercials, you know, see Taylor Swift waving to everybody up in the booth as Travis Kelsey scores another touchdown, you know. It is his not for the hardcore football fan. I mean, let's be honest about it. The season really ends at the end of the AFC and NFC championship games. That's when it's over. Then the hype begins, all the insanity. Yeah, you can't afford a ticket for the Super Bowl. What is he, $6,000? Something like that? So, I mean, the average guy can't go to the game. Who's going to the game? I guess both of the teams, you know, both teams, Yeah, I think they do a lottery maybe. Uh, that maybe there's two or three thousand tickets that you know um, a, uh, a a season ticket holder can get if you win the lottery, and then what do you got to do? Pay six grand to get into the freaking place. Not to mention, you know, the uh, airfare to get to Las Vegas, getting a hotel room, all the insanity that there's going to be in Vegas this weekend. I mean, come on. I I, I don't know. I just I'm very. Uh, I'm very down on it. Look, of course, I'm going to watch the game. I will. I've never missed one. I've seen every Super Bowl there's been, you know, go, going back to Super Bowl one in January 1967 when the Packers beat the Chiefs 35 to 10. You know, I've seen every one of them. But, you know, I, really, I, where's the excitement level? You know, basically what the Super Bowl has become is, you know, this primetime television show. Oh, and oh, by the way, we have a football game as well. That's really what it is. So, look, I'll be watching it. Am I excited about it? You know, I was on with JJ yesterday doing our picks. Uh, Am I excited about it? No, I'm not really. Now, as far as the picks go, I like the Chiefs getting two. I like the Chiefs and the under. I do. I just think, you know, I understand San Francisco. I'm I'm a little surprised the Niners are the favorite. I got to tell you. I mean, I look at this game. I look at the Niners, I say, man, they are lucky to be here. They pro- they should have lost to Green Bay. They were fortunate to win that game in the divisional round. They should have lost to Detroit. They were down 24-7 in the game, and then Dan Campbell made some very, very 
you know, uh, curious decisions on fourth down that certainly wound up, you know, costing his football team. I don't know, maybe the Lions would have lost anyway. But they're fortunate to be here. Uh, You know, the Chiefs, as far as I'm concerned, took care of business. They wiped out uh, the uh, Dolphins in that game in Kansas City in the wild card round when it was 30 below zero. They went to Buffalo as an underdog and beat the Bills. They they went to uh, Baltimore as an underdog and beat the team with the best record in the NFL in the Baltimore Ravens. And I think they're going to do the same to San Francisco. I really do. I really do. It's hard for me to bet against Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, Steve Spagnola, Travis Kelsey, Chris Jones. It's it's just hard to do. And I look at this game, and it's going to be a low-scoring game. I think the key to the game is going to be not only the greatness of Mahomes. And look, give Brock Purdy credit. You know, the fact that this guy's Mr. Irrelevant, and he's the quarterback of a Super Bowl team, and he had a great game against Detroit. I mean, we'll give him credit for that, no doubt. But the fact that this guy was Mr. Irrelevant, the last guy picked in the NFL draft, and he's the quarterback of a championship, you know, NFC championship team in the Super Bowl, is, is phenomenal. Give him credit. Kyle Shanahan's a great coach. No doubt about it. The, the Niners have a, a ton of weapons offensively, you know, from McCaffrey to Ayuk to Debo Samuel to George Kittle. No doubt about it. But I, I like the Chiefs in this game. Their defense is better. The job that Steve Spagnola did against Lamar Jackson was off the charts. And really, the Chiefs, the defense has really carried Kansas City this year. Now, if you've watched them as the year has gone on, You've seen the evolution of them offensively. They become a team that can run the football with Isaiah Pacheco. He's, you know, we always say he runs, he runs mean, and he definitely does. You've seen the development of that. You've seen the development of Rasheed Rice as one of the key receivers now on on the Chiefs. Obviously, Travis Kelsey, we all know about him, first ballot Hall of Fame tight end, no doubt about it. And you've seen Kelsey, who really had an offseason. I think, he, I think he was really lost focus in a lot of ways, you know, with his girlfriend there, Taylor Swift. But look at what he's done in the playoffs. He had a big game in a divisional round against Buffalo. He caught two touchdown passes in that game. And he had a monster game against the Ravens. What, he catch 12 passes for about 116 yards and a touchdown in that game. I think he had 12 targets with 12 receptions from Mahomes. So Kelsey has really picked up his game in the playoffs. Uh, like I mentioned the defense, how good they've been. Chris Jones is a free agent at the end of the year, so this may very well be his last hurrah. The great nose tackle of the Chiefs may very well be his last hurrah for Kansas City. And you got Mahomes, and you got Reed. It's hard to bet against Patrick Mahomes, who has, has really put himself now in the pantheon of the all-time greatest quarterbacks in NFL history. I mean, let's be honest. And he's only 28 years old. He's already going to his fourth Super Bowl. He's won two already. I mean, you know, what else can you say? He's been to six straight AFC championship games. Uh, This guy, like I said, has put himself among the all-time great quarterbacks to ever play the game. So I like the Chiefs in this game. I'm getting two, and I'm taking the under. The the over-under is 47 and a half. It's pretty much kind of stayed that way you know, really throughout the uh, the week, as the week has gone by here, it's pretty much stayed exactly that way. So uh, I like the Chiefs in this game. I think they're going to win. Like I said, I think it'll be low scoring. 
They have the better defense. You know, one thing we saw, especially last week with the uh, Lions, were able to run the football really effectively on San Francisco. And I think you're going to see Pacheco do the same here uh, on Sunday night. I really, really do. So, you know, we'll see how it goes down. I think the Niners defense is not as good as it gets credit for. Yeah, they got some big players. Nick Bosa, Fred Warner, I get that. Uh, Trey Greenlaw, I get it. I get it. They got some big guys on defense. But the Chiefs defense is better. Let's be honest about it. And the job that Spagnola did against Lamar Jackson was phenomenal. Phenomenal. So give me the Chiefs. I'm going to say it's going to be low scoring. Let's say Chiefs 17. I'm going to, no, I'll say Chiefs 20, uh, Niners 13. That, to me, is going to be the final score of the game. And uh, we'll see how it plays out. And I got my boxes that we did with Joey and Yonkers and all of that. And uh, we'll see how it goes when all is said and done. All right. But then go to the Payne podcast here as we get ready for a Super Bowl uh, weekend. Again, just can't get too excited about it at all. I'll be watching the game, of course. It would be nice the game started early. Remember the days when the Super Bowl started at like 4 o'clock in the afternoon? We can't do that anymore because it's become a primetime show. You know, it really has. So, anyway, who cares? Nobody cares what I think anyway, right? <laughs> as far as my football team is concerned, I guess Woody Johnson actually spoke yesterday. How about that? And how about that? I mean, how ridiculous is this? So Woody Johnson says, there's no playoff mandate, but we have to be a lot better than we were. We got to be a lot better than seven wins. Well, what does that mean? I mean, come on. I mean, this team has to make the playoffs. There's no other way. Otherwise, everybody's gone. Sal is gone. Douglas is gone. Uh, everybody's gone. You know, uh, Nat, Nathaniel Hackett's gone. Rodgers is gone. Because where is this football team, right? Where, really, where the hell are they? I mean, you got, you got a 40-year-old quarterback who's done nothing for the Jets except basically running the team, which he pretty much does. It's unbelievable how much for a guy that's done nothing, that's played four plays for the, for, for the Jets that he's basically running the show. Unbelievable. But... Do you really confident this guy's going to play 17 games without getting hurt? I'm not. And we've all talked about the importance of a backup quarterback. We've been through this over and over. Gardner Minshew, Jacoby Brissett, Tyrod Taylor, whoever it may be. That is something they have to have. They have to address. We all know about the offensive line. We know they need another receiver, all of that. But to me, the number one move they're going to make in the offseason is is signing a veteran backup to to take over for uh, for Rodgers if he goes down with an injury, but this is a they have to make the playoffs. Otherwise, everybody goes. You got a guy like Mike Vrabel sitting out there who uh, is going to is basically taking a year off from coaching. Nobody hired him. I'd hire him in a nanosecond. They should hire him now, but we know that's not happening. Salah is is safe. We know that at least for now. So. We'll see. But Woody Johnson, man, can the guy just come out and say it's playoffs or bust? Can he stop, you know, trying to dance around it? Well, it's not really a playoff mandate. Of course it is. I mean, of course it is. You haven't made the playoffs in 13 freaking years. You haven't had a winning season since 2015. Of course it is. Robert Salas, 18 and 33, as head coach of his team. That ain't cutting it. That's disgraceful. 
This team has gotten the longest of any team in professional sports in North America without making the playoffs. Unbelievable. 55 years without a Super Bowl. Unbelievable. I mean, we could go on and on and on. It really is ridiculous. And Woody Johnson can't come out and say, you know, point blank, playoffs or bust? Playoffs or everybody's out of here? Unbelievable. Woody, you're, you're unbelievable, man. I just, I don't, I don't know what to say. It's, it's so painful being a Jet fan. It really is. And one other thing, too. I got to get on Garrett Wilson. You know, I was talking to my buddy JJ. I guess he's going to interview Garrett Wilson or did yesterday at the Super Bowl out in Vegas. And I asked him this. I said, make sure you ask Garrett Wilson. You know, so you're changing your number from 17 to 5, right? Because that's what he wore at Ohio State. Well, what do you say to all the people like me, okay, who went out and bought your number 17 jersey, and now we got to go buy another jersey because you decided to go to number five? <laughs> no, really. I mean, are you going to compensate all of us? You should send everybody. Everybody that has a number 17 Garrett Wilson jersey should be able to send something, maybe send the jersey back to Garrett, and he should compensate you so you can go out now and spend 120 bucks or whatever the hell it is for a new jersey yeah. to get your new jersey because you changed your number. <laughs> what the hell is that? I mean, that, that's, that's a bad – I mean, that shouldn't be allowed to happen. No, really. You go out and spend. You go out and spend money on a jersey, and you decide now you're gonna. Ch- and I love Garrett Wilson, but you decide now, Garrett, you're gonna change your goddamn number. Now that's wrong. I mean, really, it is. So I got to go out and buy a new Garrett Wilson jersey now, right? Is this what I got to do? Because you decided to change your freaking number, and then what I'm gonna do with number seventeen? Put give it to Salvation Army. Like I've done with so many other jerseys, like Muhammad Wilkerson or Jamal Adams, you know, guys like that, Santonio Holmes, that I, you know, just can't can't justify having their jersey anymore, right? You know, Vernon Golston, which was given to me by my old partner Evan Evan Roberts as a joke, and somebody now, some young kid somewhere now is wearing the Vernon Golston jersey. Maybe some kid in like uh, I don't know Guatemala has it now. Of course, that kid probably lives in New York in a hotel room, but but never, <laughs> never he he just got a he just got a free thousand dollar gift card from Mayor Adams, no but ne- but what but we I don't want to get into that, but really, do we really have to? Do, do you really have to change your goddamn jersey number, Gary? Why didn't you get number five in the first place? Why did you take seventeen in the first place if your game plan was two years later? After all these idiots like myself bought your jersey, you decided to change your number. What a disgrace. That's a disgrace. It really is. Really. I mean, come on. You can't do that. I know Kobe Bryant did it with the Lakers. He went from 28 to 24 and all that. But at least he won three championships wearing number eight, right? Before he switched to 24 and he won two more, right? So that's a little different. And I think the Lakers actually tied both numbers, didn't they? I think 8 and 24 are both up there for Bryant. Or he could be like Michael Jordan did that one time when he decided to go from 23 to 45, which really did not last very long, as he pretty quickly went back to 23 again after they lost that playoff series to Orlando when Jordan came back from his uh, uh, (laughs) retirement. And they lost to Orlando when he was wearing number 45. He quickly went back to number 23. 
So I'm very upset with Garrett Wilson. I uh, really am that this guy decides to change his number in midstream. And now everybody, I can only imagine how many people went out and bought the number 17 jersey. And now they got to go out and buy number five. And I don't know if I'm going to do that. I'm a little upset with you, Garrett. I don't know. I got Brees Hall's jersey number 20. He's not changing his number, at least not that we know. I have Sauce's jersey number one. He's not changing his number. <clears throat> so anyway, I'm a little down on, on Garrett Wilson. I mean, that's wrong. It's just wrong. So anyway, I digress as I had to. All right, Beningo, the Yoda Pay podcast. It's Friday, December 9th, as we get ready for the Super Bowl. I actually played golf yesterday at Paramus, played 12 holes. My wife and I played. Hit the ball well. I got to say, I hit the ball well. Putting was a disaster. I mean, the greens were smoking hot. I mean, they were they were fast, fast, fast. That's how that's how how quick they were. I mean, you you, you touched the. I had one one hole, the fifth hole, which is a uh, relatively short par three. So I put it on, I stick it on, nice tee shot, put it on, putting birdie, right? Actually putted it off the green. Wound up. With a four-putt double bogey, only me. My wife actually had a par. She had the only par yesterday on the second hole. Good job by her. She played well. She hit the ball well yesterday. But uh, anyway, all right, nobody cares. All right, let's get our sponsors in here. All right, we'll start off with the uh, Hackensack Brewing Company. You know the deal. We'll let you know probably sometime in the spring when the next live podcast will be. Uh, Located 10 minutes off the GW Bridge, 30 seconds off. Route 4, beautiful Hackensack. Tap rooms open 4.30 to 10, Monday through Friday, 2 to 10, Saturday, 12 to 8, Sunday. 78 Johnson Avenue, Hackensack. See Mike Jones. See TJ, everybody over there. Andre, the homeless booker. Uh, check him out. And like I said, we will let you know. Don't forget when you're there as well. Have my try my Oda Pain beer. We will let you know when the next live podcast will be. All right? So we'll let you know. Probably sometime right before the baseball season when the weather gets uh, better. So, but we'll uh, we'll keep you informed on when that will be the Hackensack Brewing Company. Now, uh, everybody knows, of course, about <clears throat> the Anita Discount Tire in Rivervale, New Jersey. Go see my son Johnny. Go see his boss Ari. Everybody over there, Rob. They'll take care of you. Uh, you need work done on your car. You need tires. Whatever you need. Whatever you need. You need uh, your car inspected. They'll take care of you at Anita Discount Tire. And, again, it's in Rivervale, New Jersey, on Westwood Avenue. Tell him I sent you. See Johnny. He'll take care of you. Uh, Anita Discount Tire. And, of course, DraftKings. Now, everybody knows if you're looking for a super offer for Super Bowl 58, DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered. New customers could bet on the big game and turn 5 bucks into 200 instantly in bonus bets. And, as I mentioned, I'm taking the Chiefs, taking uh, getting the two points, and I like the under. The over-under is 47 and a half. Give me the Chiefs minus two, uh, or plus two, I should say. Give me the Chiefs getting two, plus uh, I like the under at 47 and a half. Now, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Use code OTHEPAIN, O-H-T-H-E-P-A-I-N. New customers can get five bucks to get 200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 58 with code O, the pain. <laughs> the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, 
Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in in Kansas, uh, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario, as most things are. Bonus bets expire uh, 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. So there you go. Uh, If you're going to do any kind of betting, whatever betting you're doing, in-game betting, the prop bets you want to bet on, you want to bet on the uh, <clears throat> the coin toss. You want to bet on how long it takes to sing the national anthem. Whatever you want to bet on, uh, who's going to win the MVP? How many yards rushing Christian McCaffrey has? How many yards passing Patrick Mahomes has? How many receptions Travis Kelsey gets? You can bet on all of this, and the way to do it is with DraftKings. And we thank them again for the third consecutive year that they have uh, sponsored. The Yoda Payne podcast. All right. Got to move on a little bit to the Knicks. Knicks made a big trade yesterday. Lost last night to Dallas. How could they win? Nobody played. Randall is out. Brunson didn't play with the turned ankle. Ananobi's out. Now we find out that Ananobi, right, who was supposedly only day-to-day, now had, like, shoulder surgery, and he's going to be out for, like, three weeks. What? How'd that happen? God knows when Randall's coming back. Now you got Brunson with this ankle injury. So what the Knicks did, they went out. We thought they were going to make a deal anyway. What they did, and of course, oh, even I forgot this too, Isaiah Hartenstein got hurt last night too, didn't play in the second half. So you're watching the Knicks last night. They had G League guys on there that I didn't even heard of playing, you know? I mean, really, it was basically Dante DiVincenzo, Josh Hart, Deuce McBride, you know, Hartenstein until he got hurt, and uh, and a cast of thousands, you know, Todd, Todd Gibson out there. I mean. You don't even know half the guys playing last night for the Knicks. It was unbelievable. So they're very banged up right now. Uh, we'll see what happens when they play again tomorrow night, I believe it is. They play again tomorrow night against Indiana, and we'll see if Brunson plays. Now, we mentioned the trade they made with Detroit. They got Alex Burks back, who had played with the Knicks a couple of years ago, and they got Bojan Bogdanovich, who used to play for the Nets uh, in that deal, too. And they gave up a couple second round picks. They gave out. They gave up. Uh, gave up Evan Fournier, who wasn't playing anyway. And they gave up Quentin Grimes in the deal. Also, uh, two other guys. That guy Flynn, that they got as a throw in in the Ananobi trade. And they also got rid of uh, Ryan Archidiakono, who really didn't play anyway. The old Villanova guy. They got rid of him too. So really, I think it's a good trade for the Knicks. A very good trade for them. Uh, I think Bogdanovich. You know, if nothing else, I mean, they need bodies right now. Because who knows? I don't know. If Brunson playing tomorrow night? they got to have Brunson. You know, you can maybe live without Randall a little bit in the regular season. You know, Ananobi a little bit in the regular season. You can't live without Jalen Brunson. So he didn't play last night. The Knicks were predictably uh, beaten by Dallas. You know, big night for uh, Jokic. Uh, or did I say, I mean, a big night for Radoncic. I get Sometimes I get mixed, mixed up. Luka Doncic, of course, for Dallas. Uh, Kyrie Irving had a big game, too. They had no shot last night. I was watching the game. They had no chance to beat Dallas last night with the guys they had out there. Uh, Josh Hart and DiVincenzo had big games. DiVincenzo scored 36 points last night. He's been tremendous. Uh, Josh Hart had a triple-double, had 23 points. 
I think it was 10 rebounds and 12 assists, but that was it. I mean, they had, like I said, as limited as they were uh, with the bodies they had out there last night, they did not have a chance. But I like, I like the guys they brought in, and we'll see what they can do. I mean, look, they got look. If this team is going to make any kind of a big run in the playoffs, right? And we were all excited. They won nine in a row. The Ananobi trade and all that. Now Ananobi's out. Randall's out. Brunson has a sprained ankle or whatever. Hopefully he plays tomorrow night. Hartenstein got hurt yesterday. Got all these guys banged up, right? We'll see what they get out of Bogdanovich. Remember, he played with the Nets for a while, so he's familiar with playing in New York, although it's a lot different playing for Brooklyn than it is for the Knicks, and uh, as well as Burks, who's played here before. So I like the trade. Good move for the Knicks, no doubt about it, and uh, we'll see how it goes. But they need bodies right now. They play Indiana tomorrow night, and like I said, I mean, how far can they go without Randall and Ananobi? They need these guys. And obviously, uh, you have to have Jalen Brunson. There's no doubt about it. So Knicks right now, 33 and 19. And what they thought, right? What? That they'd be 33 and 19? Yeah, but they got to get healthy. They can't win without these guys. I I mean, they really, they just can't. I mean, they're they're amazingly banged up. I mean, right now. There's nothing else you can say. You know, you're not, like I said, I'm watching a game last night and I'm like, they got no shot in this game. Just by the guys they put out. Like they said, they had two, like, G League guys. I never heard of. Who is this guy? I forget the guy. I don't even remember the guy's name. But two guys I never heard of. Like, who the hell is this guy playing here tonight? I don't know this guy. He's some guy named Brown, I think. I never heard of the guy. Number 44. Where the hell did he come from? And there was another guy, too, I guess, was in the G League. They trotted out there last night. They only had eight guys. I mean, it was bad. You know, I forgot a chew played last night, too. Precious. Precious and few. I like him. No, he's a good player. Very precious, precious to Chua. But he is a good – no, he's good. He really is. But, you know, they, they got to get healthy. There's no doubt about it. So, we'll see what happens. But I like the trade. Knicks get Bogdanovich and Burks. And uh, really, you know, they didn't really give up a lot to get those two guys. So, we'll see. I expect they'll be uh, in uniform tomorrow night against Indiana. Uh, hopefully, Brunson plays tomorrow night. We'll find out about Hartenstein. But no timetable on when we're going to see Julius Randle. And obviously now it looks like OG Ananobi is going to be out at least three weeks after he had this surgery on his uh, on his shoulder or whatever. <clears throat> I guess that happened yesterday. And who saw that coming, right? We all pumped up with the trade. Guy comes here, get all excited, plays like nine, ten games, plays great, and gets hurt. <laughs> of, course. of course. Of course he does. <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I, I don't know. I think R.J. Barrett and Emmanuel Quickly are healthy, by the way, in Toronto. I think they're extremely healthy right now. Anyway, so that's the story on the Knicks, and we'll see where we go from here. You got to be happy. I'll tell you what, it is a good time at the Garden because the the Rangers now, let's talk about them because they bounced back. They've won their last three games. They're 2-0 since they came back from the All-Star break. And And really right now, to me, it's all about Jonathan Quick, who to me, has been the MVP of the Rangers this year. Let's be honest. As good as they are, they're in first place in the division. What do they got? 67 points, something like that. They are having the kind of year they're having, which Shesterkin having a very down year. How he made the All-Star team, I don't know. But with Shesterkin having a down year, with Jonathan Quick playing a lot better than him, and right now he's playing. You know, he's played the last three games, and there's no reason that he shouldn't be playing again what they play the Blackhawks? I believe they play the Blackhawks tonight in Chicago. <clears throat> they do. It's the Blackhawks tonight mm-hmm. in Chicago. And Quick should play again. Why not? 
He's red hot. Keep playing him. You know, since the All-Star break, they bounced back with two solid wins over two good teams. They beat Colorado and they beat Tampa Bay. And I'm surprised to see with all the problems the Rangers have had over the years in the playoffs with Tampa Bay, that they're actually now 7-0-1 against them in the last eight games they played against them. So that's pretty interesting in the regular season. But the Rangers are having the kind of year they're having with a very down year from Shesterkin, thank God for quick, and not a great year by Mika Zibanejad. I mean, let's be honest about it. He has not had a great year. Now, Panarin's been phenomenal. What a tremendous season he has. He's got 31 goals. That line has really carried them all year. Vincent Trocek, Alexei Lafonier, and uh, and my wife loves that name, and, and uh, Artemi Panarin have really carried the Rangers this year, as well as quick, plain, terrific. You know, Kreider's had a solid year. He's had 23 goals and all the power play stuff. But uh, so far, so good. Rangers have won three in a row, two straight. And look, I'm, if I'm uh, Peter Laviolette, I'm continuing to play Jonathan Quick for as long as he stays hot. And he has really kind of saved the Rangers with the kind of year that Shesterkin has had. So we'll see. Rangers in action tonight in Chicago against the Blackhawks. Not a very good Chicago Blackhawk team. So hopefully the Rangers take care of business and make it four straight wins tonight uh, against the Blackhawks. All right. Beningo, the Oda Payne podcast, getting ready to wrap it up. Um, Super Bowl coming up. Again, my pick again, if anybody really cares, I like the Chiefs getting two and the under, which is 47 and a half. So maybe you want to go the other way. I don't know. I've actually had a good year. I was 2-0 and in the conference championship games. So I won both of them. Uh, I had the Chiefs getting the points. They won the game outright. I had the Lions getting the seven, and they covered the number. And uh, we're very fortunate to cover the number. It didn't look like that was going to happen late in the game, but nevertheless. So 2-0, and I'm 7-5 and as far as the playoffs this year. So uh, we'll see what happens in the Super Bowl. Everybody enjoy it. And, of course, uh, don't forget, catch my show tomorrow on WFAN at 10 o'clock. I'm, I'll be on from 10 to 2. Should be a good one. And uh, we'll be back again Monday. We'll break down Super Bowl 58 on Monday. Everybody enjoy your weekend. And as always, God bless and all the love.